0: Hello, and welcome to Touching the Sunrise podcast. I am Sister Catherine Herms, author of Surviving Depression, A Catholic Approach, and Reclaim Regret How God Heals Life's Disappointments, and spiritual guide in the Heartwork program, which specializes in helping people walk the road of spiritual growth and inner healing. For the past 10 years, I have been walking alongside wonderful women and men who want a more heart-centered and spiritual life, but would like support along the way. Through online programs, groups, and one-on-one spiritual guidance, I walk with people along a contemplative and healing path, one that has been trodden for thousands of years. Basically, I'm here to help you surrender to the power of the Holy Spirit who has come to make your being the throne of the Holy Trinity so that your life, your prayer, your relationships, your dreams and goals will most deeply satisfy the desires of your heart. You can find out more about me and what God has led me to do in the world by visiting my website touchingthesunrise.com. Welcome to Sister Catherine's podcast, Touching the Sunrise. Um, Welcome to all of you who are joining us today. And also, uh, welcome to Jeanette. I love having you on the program. Oh, thank you, Sister. I love being here. So as you all know, we've been talking for a month now about New Year's perspectives, New Year's resolutions, ways of resetting our life, of beginning again, um, we didn't want to just do you know, the traditional one or two articles or one or two podcasts about how resolutions don't work. <laughs> right. We wanted to be able to start the new year and, and really um, help all of us put ourselves in this new space in which God can really take us to where he has dreams for us to be at every moment, during the year and by the end of the year so we've been talking throughout the month about new perspectives resolutions whatever you would have them Um, today i'd like to introduce another practice that i started this year and i found so really helpful if you remember when we began our um these podcasts and this discussion On resolutions I had said I have four criteria for resolutions they have to be fast-acting they have to have um, lasting results they can't be too hard to do and uh, they don't we, we shouldn't have to work too long at it before we start to see the results so these are my criteria if they don't meet that criteria I will not keep that resolution And so that's why I kind of look at tools, and this is one tool that hits all four of those points, but I'm just amazed at the difference it has brought about in my life. So I'd love to share with you today.
1: (laughs) I can't wait to hear
0: this. So um, on Christmas Day, if you remember, four times ago, I talked about... um, a resolution in which, or a skill, or a, a practice. I began in which every, often during the day, I would stop and say, this may be the very last time I have the privilege or opportunity to do this on this earth. So it may be to worship God when I'm at mass. This may be my last mass, the last blessed opportunity I have on this earth To worship God, or to serve my sisters, or their privilege of proclaiming the gospel, or whatever it may be, and how that has really transformed so many um, aspects of the way I see myself and others and the things that I do. I began recently to add another little um, practice to that, and this one is every time I have a negative thought... And negative thoughts can be judgmental thoughts, discouraged thoughts, angry thoughts, confused thoughts. Um, And in fact, I never realized how many negative thoughts I had till I started this practice. (laughs) But every time I catch one, I would stop and I say, I see you, I caught you. Um, I release myself from your captivity. And then I say, I deeply and unconditionally love and accept myself as I am. I deeply and unconditionally love and accept you as you are. Because often these negative thoughts have something to do with a relationship or an encounter, something that we see another person is or is not doing. Right. You know, our regular day in, day out run-ins um that we have and so to be able to love and accept myself as i am but also love and accept you as you are has been really a transformative experience and stopping and saying every time i see one of these complaining thoughts or judgmental thoughts or discouraged thoughts to stop and say i caught you right (laughs) i see you and I release myself from your captivity. I release myself. Like you no longer have power over me. Um, actually starts to give give me a sense of freedom. So on the first day that I did this, um, I did it nonstop, <laughs> which was really an, a revelation to me how many negative thoughts come through my, my mind all day long you know I caught you I caught you I caught you I see you <laughs> release myself I love myself as I am I love you I accept you as you are so we were talking about setting ourselves on a new foundation this is a practice that can set us on a new foundation in relation to ourselves and in the really in relation to other people and it stops in the tracks, these rhythms or patterns of thought that drag us down.
1: Right. I think it's interesting that you you say that. I think the first step of that may be the most difficult. Um, It reminds me, I have um, a friend who's a Buddhist. And one of the things that I understand from him that Buddhists do a lot, especially in meditation, but even just throughout the day is oh, okay, I recognize what's happening right now. So for instance, on a particularly hot day, they might say, stop and say, okay, this is what it is to experience heat. Instead of, oh my gosh, I'm so hot and miserable. They say, this is how you experience heat. Um, So they're, they're stopping and they're observing all these things. And in a sense, that's what this is doing. As soon as you've got the negative thought, you're identifying it. You're stopping and saying, this is a negative thought. I see you. You're creeping Mm -hmm. into my life. I don't want you here, but I'm gonna deal with you in a different way. And I think that first step is really difficult because we're in so much of a hurry. How many of us stop and say, oh, that was a good thought, or that was a bad thought, or that was a negative thought, or that was a judgmental thought. We don't label those and we don't really observe them that well. So um, kudos to you, sister, for being able to to do that throughout a day and to be able to identify what's happening.
0: Well, thoughts are so powerful. Um, And, you know, the fathers would tell us that um, around our heart, our real deep heart, not our unconscious with all the ways we feel and our memories and all those things, but our real deep heart where God lives, our our negative thoughts, they kind of bunch around our heart so that it closes down. Mm -hmm. And we all want an open heart. We want an open life. We want a future that grows, a future that blossoms for us and for others. And so being able to almost separate myself from my thoughts and say, you are a thought. I am not a thought. I am not you. I have power to say, I don't want to think that way. And just because I'm thinking that way doesn't mean I am that way. Right. I see you. I release myself. I love and accept myself as I am. And I love and accept the other person just as they are, about whom this thought may have come into my mind.
1: So how, how did this work out over, over more than one day, Sister?
0: Well, <clears throat> that happened for the first day. It was nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> I said it without stopping. <laughs> the second day, I noticed immediately, it was fast acting, the negative thoughts started to settle down and to leave. Um, <clears throat> so I started noticing commentary. You know, they weren't really negative thoughts, but they were, you know, the ne- the regular mental commentary that happens. Um you know when we see something or we experience something and we think about it and we start talking to ourselves about Mm -hmm. what just happened so then i decided okay i'm going to say the same thing about all the commentary i caught you (laughs) i'm releasing myself from your power and um, i love and accept myself for who i am and i love and accept the other person for who they are um so I did that for another day, and I noticed on the third day that there was some space in between my thoughts, you know, a space that I had not seen before. So my thoughts were not like a nonstop train, (laughs) there was actually spaces in between um, the, the cars of the train, so to speak, and there was an emptiness inside. But an emptiness, which for us as Christians, when we talk about Christian meditation, it's an empty space um, that was very clear, was inhabited by a presence, you know, by the presence of God. There was a sense of light and the sense that someone was there. Um, someone was there for us. And for me, there was a real sense of God being Uh, with me and in me as if I were discovering um, like, like I opened up as we were talking last time, I opened up a locked door Mm -hmm. and inside that little room is actually a huge field and full of flowers and light and hope and sunshine. And um, so it just led to a, um, it led to a real, um, Kind of a change in me without making a resolution. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Without having in mind, okay, I don't want to be that way. I want to think only good thoughts. And so I go about thinking good thoughts and I die after four days and say, well, forget that. It was a practice that actually changed me because I became aware of something and I had this practice which kind of carried me through. To that place where something was born in me, um, something that was already there, obviously, but it was born in me um, in a way that now I'm so absorbed by that that I don't have to keep a practice. You know, I can go back to it, you know, several times a day just to kind of renew it. But what's so fascinating is what I've come to see. You know, what's been born in me.
1: Well, what's fascinating to me about what you're saying is that um, it sort of takes the whole idea of New Year's resolutions and turns them on their head because you, you, you started with, all right, here's what I'm going to try to do. You didn't know that it was going to open up this space inside you. You didn't know what the result was going to be. You just knew that you had an impulse to not have these negative thoughts so in in essence instead of saying okay my goal is to find this empty space inside and make more room for god in that in that space and then not know how to do that
0: Mm. you started
1: Mm -hmm. with the practice that we'll see where this gets me but i know it's something i want to do And oh my goodness see what it opened up see what was behind the locked door you didn't start with the locked door yeah so i think it's almost the opposite of making a new year's resolution Instead of saying, let me look at where it's going to take me, because I don't know where it's going to take me, I'm going to look at what I want to to do, the way I want to live, and then see where that takes me.
0: Yes, yes. So it really called me to, or it gave me the opportunity to get my body and my mind and my spirit in sync. Mm -hmm. You know, in our congregation, our founder gave us the image of a cart, of course, he was from a farm, so it was a farm cart. versus <laughs> the <instance, a> car. <laughs> if you think of a car, if the wheels and the engine and the whatever software that runs that car are not in sync, then the wheels are gonna roll off the car or the engine's gonna go too fast and the wheels won't be able to cap- catch up or the, it'll burn out the software programming all of it needs to actually run in sync. And for it to run in sync, it almost needs to slow down and go more uh, systematically, more thoroughly, more thoughtfully through life um, through with these practices which sustain it in this synchronicity in a sense. And it allows us to be more present to ourselves. Um, to others and to God. Exactly. That's 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 such
1: a brilliant way of looking at it because it re- and, and really that's reflecting scripture, isn't it? About you know that when St. Paul's talking about all the different members of the church making the whole making up the whole of the church, the whole of the body of Christ. Um that's that's just such a beautiful image and such a, it's such a uh, an appropriate one for our time and age the the automobile i love that <laughs> <laughs> um, so in a sense what this does isn't it it it, it means with that space in you you're, you're more able to respond to whatever god is asking of you isn't it yes yeah yeah well, of course, I have to, I have to come back to this because it is January and I spend a fair amount of every January um, reading He and I, um, which is the spiritual jour- journal of Gabriela um in which she records her encounters with Jesus. And of course, now this, as, as of last year, we've got the devotional, atta- not attachment, but companion to it called Jesus Speaking, um, which keeps it alive for you every day. But I I say this in January in particular, because Jesus gave her a whole bunch of keynotes, something he called keynotes um, at the beginning of each year. And they were actually themes for the year. And um, as you're talking about this particular practice of doing something that um, allows for there being this extra space in your heart that can be inhabited by God. I'm just thinking that there are a whole lot of the keynotes that Jesus gave to Gabrielle that really um, complement that. Um, and in particular, one year he said to her, in each other's hearts, keep yours in mine and I'll be in yours. And what mm-hmm. a beautiful promise that is, That that to have that space there that you're talking about, um, you know that space that's been emptied of all these negative thoughts and judgments, and that instead Jesus can come and and be there and be in, in your heart all the time, and you can, um, and you can keep your heart in His at the same time. It's it's just to me that was just that flowed beautifully. Um, the other and 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 there's a lot of that sense in in the book. There's a lot of this sense of of relationship and togetherness and really inhabiting each other. Another keynote or theme for another year, he said, submerge yourself in me in life and you will be engulfed in me in death. And I just love that word. I love that sense of not just submerging yourself, which is something that you do, but then being engulfed by something. And and we talk about being engulfed by emotion or or, or something like that, but imagine being engulfed by God, being engulfed by Jesus. To me, that's just an absolutely spectacular image. Mm-hmm. And, and that being engulfed is, again, it flows into that, that space that you've created inside yourself by getting rid of that negativity.
0: What strikes me, Jeanette, about these two keynotes is um, the word together, but also the words belong Um, belonging to something that's trustworthy and also um, belonging to something that's bigger than yourself. And I think as we begin a new year and we've been talking about perspectives and practices, what you're bringing up now in these keynotes is that it's not all about us accomplishing something. It's, yes, entering into this dynamic and newness, but knowing that we're entering into it as um, almost as a tiny grain of sand on a whole seashore, that we can trust the ocean, we can trust life, um, we can trust that we belong to God and that God wants us to belong to him and we'll do everything can possibly do to be within us and us in Him.
1: And doesn't that in turn inspire you or us, any of us, um, to renew that practice you were talking about? Because um, the more that, that God enters into us and we're part of that that great beach that you're speaking of, the less you want negativity, the less you want those thoughts, the less you mm-hmm. want to be the person stands back and judges other people. Um, Mm -hmm. So so in a sense, it's like this this continuing thing. And maybe that's part of your analogy of the car working together. But it's this this continuing emptying of yourself of the negativity so that God can pour in his love and, 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 and so many beautiful things that take the place of the negative things. And the more that happens, the more you want to get rid of even more negativity.
0: Yes, it's almost like a cyclical dynamism that um, it's not like, okay, I'm here and I want to be there by this date. It's a cyclical dynamism of what God is accomplishing um, with us and in us and through us throughout the year um, in the mystery of life that we receive. Exactly, exactly.
1: And then another keynote that that Jesus offered, which I think I think it takes us to another step, is he said, Comfort the heart of your Christ. Mm. And so often we're thinking of God comforting us mm-hmm. and and asking God and, and you know to give us these things that 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 fulfill us. And the reality is that Jesus wants our love too and wants and wants to be comforted in the way that we comfort him is by wanting him and by being in him so that, so that you've got this, this whole sort of, as you say, shift in perspective so that we've gone from, oh, I would like to go on a diet and lose 20 pounds this year um, to I just want to empty out all of this stuff that's, that's providing a barrier between me and mm. between me and God's people and between me and God. And instead, I want to invite God in and comfort the heart of Christ.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: What a shift in perspective that is!
0: Yeah, I love the way you put that. I didn't, uh, I didn't think of it as we were preparing for this um, this discussion together. But what a stark difference it is between I want to do this one thing for myself to have an amazing year to. I want to empty myself of anything that prevents me from loving God, from being everything for him that he desires right. and he deserves, you know? Right. And, and so much we, we go into the new year, there's, you know, there's fear, there's concern and, um, and that naturally can lead us to worrying about ourselves, what's going to happen to us, et cetera, et cetera. Um, am I going to be able to get what I need? Um, what's going to change and how's that going to affect my family to being able to realize that um, I'm cared for and held in God's hands as I go forward. And I give my heart really totally to, to him.
1: And that's the biggest and most magnificent thing that we can hope for beyond all of our goals and plans and lists and desires is that I, I, when I was a little girl and, and trying to figure the world and God out, um, I asked my mother what hell was like. I was you know, for some reason, you know, doing the whole envisioning the flames and the devils and all this <laughs> sort of thing. And, and my mother was no theologian, but what she said has always struck with me. She said, "I think that hell is when you realize that what you wanted all along was God and you don't have it." Oh, and) wow. Yeah. And, you know, and beyond that, of course, there's a lot of, you know, other theology we can put in place there. But to me, that, that really mm-hmm. struck me, even as a child, mm-hmm. that realizing that being united with God is the only real goal that we have, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's the most magnificent thing there is. Mm-hmm. So why aren't we looking to be united with God, to be closer with God, to comforting the heart of our Christ, Yes. Instead of worrying about, you know, I'd like that promotion this year. Sure, you like that promotion this year, but is that really where you want to put your heart's energies this year?
0: Yeah,
1: it's a it's a question.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 So um, I, I guess that leaves us with with hope. I know? think it does leave us with hope. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, um, and believing that the help of God really never comes to an end. Right. No matter what we may see this year in our own lives, in the lives of loved ones, in our country, in our world, um, the help of God never, ever comes to an end.
1: It's the one thing we can depend on.
0: With all mm-hmm. the other
1: things, there are variables, things um as small as the weather to to all the, the, the problems facing the earth and humanity and religion. Um, all of these things are, are sort of in flux and in motion, but the one thing that is not in, in, in motion is God's love and God's help and that is always going to be there and we can turn to it and we can open our heart to it and we can let it engulf us as, as Jesus said to Gathley.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, Jeanette, I think that is a perfect thought on which to end our series for beginning the new year. And I am so happy that we did um, a month of beginnings because I think the better foundation you lay for anything, um, the more stable is going to be what you're able to build. I could go ahead. So I'm really, really grateful. Um, for this opportunity to kind of talk it through on so many different levels. And I'm excited for what this year will bring.
1: For us and for everyone listening to us, absolutely. Yes.
0: So may everyone have a beautiful year. um, As you set your foundation and you go forward really in faith that God is there for you. You know, if God is for us, who can be against us? And we can trust entirely in God's desire for us to belong to him, to believe in him, to be held by him, and to go forth from him for the salvation of the world. So thank you again for joining me. And I'm always delighted to be here, Sister, and thanks to everyone for listening in. And I'm sure we'll be together again sometime during this year, but um, for now, um, God bless you so much. Thank you again, and we're keeping everybody in prayer. God bless. Bye-bye. God has amazing ways of knocking on people's hearts, awakening desires, arousing questions, provoking an unexpected spiritual fire. Remember, if you'd like some extra support and are ready to embark on a sustained spiritual journey, you can connect with me in a number of ways by going to my website, touchingthesunrise.com. So until the next time, take care of yourself. And remember that you are not alone. You are loved no matter what. And when you search within yourself, you will not only find yourself, but the throne of the Divine Trinity. You have a calling, a mission, and every gift, every grace, every moment, even every fall, mistake, and sin is a step toward your completely and wholly being taken up into the mystery of God's love for you and for all creation. Remember always that you have a treasure of inexpressible joy hidden in an earthen vessel, small and fragile. May this overflowing joy fill you and yours with this fragrance. God be with you.